0: And I'm Michaela, and welcome back to the Kimic Podcast. Wow, what a week! What a week! Don't we seem is. to say that every week. What a well,
1: week! Yeah, they uh, changed the dose of my thyroid medicine because I was getting too much. So that's been fun. Nothing alike. Medication change. Med changes are uh, so fun. I don't know what you're talking about. It's been a roller coaster of of all kinds of, It's better, but the. Yeah. It just, I've been on the same dose for like a million years. Mm. So, yeah, it was time. It was making the old ticker get all racy and you don't want that. So Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, so that's an adjustment, but it's all good. It's just like life. It's always something in it. Always is. Just, you know, you just have to step back and laugh. You try and make a plan and then ha, ha, ha. The mm. plans just don't ever work out. I had all these plans of what I was going to do today. I was going to get so much done and blah, 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 blah. And I just did not feel uh, mentally, physically, emotionally or anything up to doing all that. And it just didn't happen. But, you know, so you hmm. just go, ha, ha. Well, it's Friday and it's lovely weekend and it's all good. And we're talking about London, England. We are talking about London, England. <sighs> I love London, England so much. It's amazing just how much... Uh, London has really kind of shaped my world, even as a kid. And my folks totally loved everything British. They liked all the mystery theaters and all all the detective stories that were coming out of out of out of um, London. I take it it was from London. And I watched Doctor Who. We had Monty Python. It just everything loved them. Beatles. So always wanted to go there. I haven't gone yet. My folks did go there. Bought me a shirt. It was a white shirt, and it had it said London on there, and and uh, had Buckingham Palace. And my mom threw it in the dryer, and it shrunk into this little baby shirt because <laughs> <laughs> it's hundred percent cotton. Ew. It was really one of those like cottony shirts, mm. and so it lived on my teddy bear <laughs> after. <laughs> Whoopsie. I don't know where it's at now, but hey. I was so excited to have a, a shirt and then it got tossed in the dryer and then it was like. Hey.
0: Well, I mean, it really makes sense when you think about it that England and London, especially that culture, greatly influenced you because you were born right during the British invasion. Yes. So right when that was like in full swing is when you were growing up. Mm-hmm. So it makes a lot of sense that that was a big impactful part of your adolescence
1: oh yeah that's true and if you have like parents that are into that too that makes it easy and you know my folks lived in japan for several years and they always seemed to gravitate to anything that was foreign too so they had a an open view of of foreign things where it seems like a a lot of people that i grew up with not so much i mean we had we did have a lot going on in America too, but it just seemed like we never really could connect with any anybody, especially the, um, like Asian. Not, not much. Uh, Bruce Lee. I was just trying to think. You know, thank goodness for Bruce Lee.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, well, even really, Jackie Chan. Yeah, he did a lot too. Yeah. So,
1: but London, London, this was fun, and boy, do I have pages and pages, and I'm like what do you really want to talk about, you know, about this? What would be interesting? So I kind of, I picked instead of a word of the day or week, I picked some British slang words and phrases, which I thought was fun.
0: Well, we kind of picked this topic with the idea that we would like to go on vacation there. So this is like our mental pretend yeah. vacation that we are taking today. Yeah. Where, where, where everybody, gonna, you all you guys can join us too. Exactly. So we're going to mentally go there. We're going to yeah. hop on a plane. <laughs> Whee! Whee! But it's going to be much easier and quicker to get on a plane. And cheaper. In our and, minds. Yes. And go to London. And we are going to just talk about some cultural things, some things that we learned Some things that we would like to see Mm -hmm. when we visit London in our minds, and maybe for realsies in the future. You
1: never know; the future
0: is unwritten.
1: Yes, it is. Thank you, Joe Strummer. Another great British man. (laughs) We love you, Joe. Joe. Speaking of Joe, Joe. Happy birthday, Joe! Hi, (laughs) my brother is sixty-six. I like June (laughs)
0: sixty-six. Took me a My second. brother I was like, Joe is. If- Joe Strummer's birthday is not until August. He's sixty-six. Wow! Yeah,
1: I was thinking Route sixty-six.
0: The <laughs> road that was on Route sixty-six. The road that was mapped out by camels. Yes, that's the thing that you know now. Now you know. Now you're, <laughs> you're in know. the know.
1: Right. So, I picked some British slang words and phrases, Voids and phrases. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like a little words and phrases so you want to hear some yeah let's go fancy a cuppa fancy a cuppa fancy a cuppa cup of tea It's a cup of tea yes uh-huh. all right it means hey how are you all right
0: all hey, right
1: how are you <laughs> we just say hey how are you yeah <laughs> they say all right um i'm knackered tired i'm tired yeah. and kip 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 means bed oh. or it can mean sleep or nap
0: I'm gonna go I'm... take me a kip <laughs> I'm so naked <laughs> yes and then we are
1: most people know cheeky I always love the word cheeky you know it's playful yeah. or mischievous you know yeah cheeky monkey you know <laughs> it's like that <laughs> um, I'm chuffed to bits I'm Shh. chuffed means happy very pleased oh. it doesn't
0: to me, it sounds like you're, you're angry. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Like that sounds like well, an angry term. No. Chuffed Chuff to bits. Chuff to bits but means I'm very pleased.
1: To bits. Yes. Yeah. And then dosh means money. And let's see, budge up means move over. Hmm. So if you get on a bus or something, budge up. You, you, you probably don't want to hear that. They're saying move your butt over. <laughs> Uh, and then bog roll is toilet paper, which I love. That That's so funny. <laughs> and bog is the toilet. I'm going to the bog. <laughs> it is kind of boggy in there sometimes. Ooh, yeah, eh. does smell kind of boggy-ish. And there's Bagsy's. Bagsy is like dibs for us. Like we'd say, you know, I dibs that next cupcake or that last cupcake or something. Yeah. Or um, I dibs the front seat. We say shotgun here, but I dibs like, on
0: shotgun. Yeah. I call dibs on the front seat when you're going somewhere with a right. group, usually. And don't break the code of Bugsy. You know, I mean, if somebody called it, oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Don't, it's it's yeah. a code of honor. It is the code of honor. Yeah. Yes. So always remember that. Mm-hmm. And chin wag is a friendly conversation. <laughs> and I thought that was so clever. I really did because I was like, A chin wag. I was trying to think, and I was like, yep, because when you're talking to somebody, their chin is wagging up and down. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's so clever, isn't it? It is a chin wag. So I thought that was funny. And then apples and pears mean stairs. I really don't know why apples and pears mean stairs, but it rhymes. Apples and pears mean stairs. Why? Maybe. I don't know and Straight. then pork pies or porkies is lies don't tell no porkies you know oh. yeah and skint is broke i know that feeling yeah of <laughs> course familiar with being skint yeah it's a story about life <laughs>
0: So, there's some fun slang and phrases instead of just a boring old word. Yeah. So, if you go there now, you can talk like a native. Yeah. And then you
1: might recognize some of these words that you wouldn't know before, you know.
0: You'd be like, what does that mean? Oh. Oh. I I remember I listened to the
1: Kimmick podcast and they said what that was and I remember. Exactly. So, see? In case someone, you know, tells you to... You know, budge up, you know.
0: <laughs> You're like, oh,
1: pardon me. <laughs> yes. No. So, we picked British artists, I think. Well, I did. I don't yes. know. I don't know if she did. I did. I picked all British artists. We well. picked all British artists. There we go. We kind of did our own thing on this one, didn't we? Yes. We just sort of like, yeah. And I went down the rabbit hole because I was going to pick new artists. And, and there's a lot of them out there that, that are really good you just can't get their stuff yet, or they're too new, and you try and pull it up. And I thought, I don't want poor Michaela to have to deal with that, because sometimes it's hard if to it's <laughs> really new, which I'm stoked about, mm. it's just hard for us to pull up. Yeah. So I told her, well, I'm just going to go the old rabbit hole, the you know the tried and true. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows I love beetles, so I didn't even pick up beetles. I thought, I've picked Probably quite a few. Well,
0: and you raised me on a lot of like English cultured things. So I also have a deep love for the Beatles and Electric Light Orchestra and a bunch of those older groups as well. So it was actually kind of fun to just go down the old rabbit holes. And just revisit some of those artists that I listened to like a lot in middle school and high school that, you know, I, I've moved away from recently just because I've been exploring other music. But they shaped your taste. Oh, 100%. So and it what? was really nostalgic and sweet to go back and visit those artists that mm-hmm. still mean a lot to me.
1: Well, I would have picked, a, I will, if I picked a Beatles song. I, I always loved that song. You know, who knows how long I've loved you. You know I love you still. Will I wait a lonely lifetime? If you want me to, I will. <laughs> I would, I'd wait forever for that So, And lucky for me, uh, Michaela hasn't seen any of them, but I got to see Ringo Starr. That was epic. I got to see him in Denver. Please come to Denver, Paul McCartney. I love probably, Ringo. I don't know if he has. I don't know if he, I don't think he has, but yeah. Um, Ringo is my favorite Beatle. He's the loveliest, absolutely, adorably wonderful. And he gets, he had Todd Rundgren when I saw him. It was so good. It was such a good show.
0: Mm -hmm. So So what song did you pick to start us off with?
1: My first song I picked is Genesis by Genesis, which I loved Genesis um, with Phil Collins. Loved that band so much. That really shaped me. I picked Follow You, Follow Me which is one of my absolute favorite songs by them, Um, came out in 1978 off of the album, and then there were three. So, Follow You, Follow Me by Genesis. Follow You, Follow Me by Genesis. I told Mikhail I played that song over and over and over and over and over probably drove the whole family crazy loved the sound of it loved them and then in 81 they had the album abacab and i absolutely loved that album so if you ever want to hear a really cool album pick that one too so
0: yeah i mean you can't go wrong with phil collins (sighs) he's epic he's yeah Yeah.
1: fabulous he was just fabulous voice fabulous writer fabulous drummer
0: He did the Tarzan soundtrack. Oh, I love the Tarzan soundtrack so much. Everyone my age has a deep love Mm. for the Tarzan soundtrack. Yes. We all know it. We all love it. Don't get me started. I won't sing it for you. Phil Collins (laughs) didn't have to go that hard, but he Mm. did. Yeah. For us. Some of my absolute favorite,
1: favorite songs Phil Collins has created. So thank you, Phil Collins. Thank you, Genesis.
0: <laughs> What's your first song? I'd so, like to know what your my first pick. song that I picked. Mm-hmm. I picked the song of "Crime and Passion" by Duran Duran. Ooh! Because I picked a Duran Duran song in the past,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I love them. I love them so much. So it was a treat because I was going down the Duran Duran rabbit hole. Cause I knew they were a band that I really wanted to pick because they're, they are all so talented and incredible and oh. still making incredible music too. And still, still gorgeous. Performing. They still, still look beautiful. amazing. I love yes. them all.
1: Have you seen them in Cosby? No, I have oh. not seen them. They might be coming this summer. They, they might, be. might be, I'm I'm not sure. I, I got to see them at Red Rocks and it was the most beautiful night and it moved Rock, me to Red. tears and the lovely thing is, they enjoyed being there mm-hmm. so much that it—you could just feel it when they were singing to us. The emotion in—in that—it's an outdoor venue. For those who don't know, uh, it's all natural. It's an all natural. Um, it's an amphitheater, amphitheater carved out in, of um, rock. The rocks, yeah. <laughs> and that's why it's red rocks, and they are red they they are rocks. Red. Wow! So, so much creativity. But it's a great venue and a horrible venue all at the same time. There's a zillion stairs. You really got to be kind of in shape because there's a lot of stairs Stairs. and it's a lot of, you know, you breathe heavily on (laughs) this. And when the weather's great, it's the most epic sounding concert ever. But if it's stormy and then it's cold and miserable. Yes. (laughs) So I haven't seen, I've only been... Up at Red Rocks, I think twice where it was rainy and lucky for me, it wasn't a bad storm because I would not want to be there in a bad storm. Just it just be too scary to me. Yeah, so, I think it's slick on some of those steps. Oh yeah, it's so, all
0: mud. So <laughs> it's like a river of <laughs> mud.
1: But anyways, but it tickled my heart that they loved being there as much as we loved, you know, having them there. It was it was mutual. Yeah beautiful but
0: i love duran duran john taylor is my duran duran bias i guess yeah nick rhodes in k-pop terms because even back then they were considered a boy group which is kind of funny to me because they're a band they're not a boy group but they were treated like a boy group at the height of their popularity which was really Interesting
1: well, they, to me. They always had great fashion sense. Yes. And that's probably where they kind of got thrown into the boy band category yeah. was because of that. They just, they had epic hair, they epic style. So their music was fabulous. <sighs> and just yeah. their stage presence is is so epic. And I think that's probably.
0: But John Taylor is my Duran Duran bias. I love you, Nick John is Taylor. My. And <laughs> he's also one of my all time biggest bass heroes. He is such a talented bass player. I have tried to learn some of his bass lines and they are very challenging. Whoa! They are incredibly challenging, but so much fun once you get it. It's just, it's a lot of trial. (laughs) Anyways, I wanted to pick a Duran Duran song that not many people knew. I wanted to do like a B-side because we all know Hungry Like the Wolf and we all know Rio, and Save a Prayer, but I mm. wanted to do one of my favorite B-sides, so this is the song Of Crime and Passion off of Seven and the Ragged Tiger, which came out in 1983. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember that year <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> of Crime and Passion by Duran Duran. That album's so good. That album is so good. My favorite Duran Duran album is Liberty. That I know I've mentioned before. It's my favorite. It's so good, and no one knows it exists, but it's so good. However, I mean Rio and Seven of the Ragged Tiger are just masterpieces. Even their new stuff. I really like Even their new, new stuff. stuff. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. So I love Duran Duran, and Simon's voice is just. Mm. Perfect. That's so good. I almost picked a Power Station song just, just because Robert Palmer. Yes. And, you know, John Taylor. Mm-hmm. So it's like, ah, but I, choices just, I There were had, so many hard choices to make for music for this episode for me.
1: Well, I, I love Muse, too. Oh, Muse is and good, too. I, I discovered Muse through the Twilight movies, <laughs> but I love Muse so much. Uh. Yeah. That's a great Matt Bellamy. who has got epic voice. He does. And then he was, um, him and Kate Hudson share a, a son. Bing. Bing. Yeah. Bing. That's so cute. That's so cute. I love that name. Anyway, but I didn't pick them because it was just like, oh, there's so many to pick. It was so hard to pick. Mm-hmm. There's thousands of songs that I wanted, but.
0: I struggled as well because I'm there's just so many good artists and then over the decades. And I'm a person that likes music through all the decades, which really opens up with a lot of possibilities. Mm. So
1: I thought, well, what should we talk about? We could talk about, I picked like five best places to see, and I'll just kind of ramble them off. So here we go. Buckingham Palace, you definitely got to go see that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the Queen's, or, well, now the King, <laughs> not <laughs> the Queen anymore. Um, it's uh, King Charles' official residence and site of the changing of the gods Ooh. and Tower of London. Yeah. You really got to go there. Yeah. And um, it's home of the Crown Jewels and the Beef eaters. and 13 Ghosts. And I decided to to kind of go down the 13 ghosts of the Tower of London. Uh, So That's cool. We'll do that here in a second. We'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, So definitely go there, unless you're really afraid of ghosts, because I don't know. There's a lot of ghosts. It sounds kind of a creepy place, but um, Westminster Abbey should go there. The 10th century Gothic style theater used for royal events you got to go see Stonehenge, don't you? Yes. And Windsor Castle. Yeah. And the London Eye, or the Millennium Wheel, is called. It's the Observation Wheel. And it's on the south bank of the Thames River. Mm-hmm. So you can see 360-degree de- uh, view of Big Ben, House of Parliament, Buckingham Palace, and St. Paul's Cathedral, and the Shard. So that's definitely a place to go.
0: Oh, yeah. And then I picked some unusual sites, which, you know, you got to go to the big ones, but then you got to find some little niche ones that are just more fun.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, One is uh, the Edinburgh Theater, which I thought was cool. It's an alternative theater above a pub, Mm. a place where young playwrights, directors and actors experiment with their first productions. And you can see it kind of low budget, but you might end up discovering a brand new artist or actor that's fantastic artist so that would be cool i would like that because you know i'm all about the saving the money but there's something that's exhilarating about a brand new actor a brand new playwright there they have that energy that Mm -hmm. new energy also that passion you feel it in like k-pop too um the the newer bands that like i've been getting into and team I guess that's how you say it. Um, um, Bang PD. Okay. Yeah. Um, love that band. But I think some of them are only like 18 years old and stuff. But I love the excitement and the passion that they have for yeah. music. It's, I still feel that. It's, you know, 59. I'm like, ah! Music! <laughs> music! I'm just like a kid in a candy store all the time. All the time. I was showing her. It's, it's crazy because... Um, Mingi from 80s just did a little dance thing with Ren um it's Choi Mingi he's a, he's a <laughs> Mingi too <laughs> which is funny uh he's from New East um but i was just sharing a song of Ren and i was like i found him Ren and then as i was typing in Ren um a Welsh uh, singer Songwriter Ren popped up and I was like, Oh, he's fun too. <laughs> I was like in this heavy metal thing too with uh baby metal. <laughs> it's just never ending, it's never ending. It's never ending. It, it just <laughs> I was just flooding her phone with all these songs here. Check this one out. What about this one? What
0: about that one? And she's just like, Mom, just stop, would you? Well, have no. I ever said that? Well, no, not really. I've never said.
1: Did you just stop sending me, <laughs> just sending me all this brand new music that's just come out three days ago? So exciting. It is. Anyway. So I guess I stopped. Um, I, I decided to, I thought, well, let's just kind of go morph into the 13 ghosts of the Tower of London. But first, we should have a joke. I'm down. Let's have a joke. Here's I, I've got four, so I'll just do two. We'll do two. How do you make an octopus laugh? Oh. With ten tickles.
0: <laughs>
1: ten <laughs> tickles. <laughs> I thought that was cute. That's funny. What do you call an alligator in a vest? What uh, an investigator. 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 <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I'll pick my song, my next song, Okay. since we don't want to take too much time. I picked Cut Here by The Cure. Mm-hmm. I've always loved The Cure. I love The Robert Cure, too. Robert Smith is one of my favorite persons. And the fact that he married his childhood sweetheart, Mary Paul, and there's still so much in love, makes me so happy. <laughs> makes me so, so happy and i guess i don't know if it was their anniversary i think it was and he was performing and she was on the side of the stage and he sang right to her and the crowd everybody just absolutely loved it we, we all love romance mm-hmm. when you have true romance it's just beautiful the most beautiful thing and i can't even imagine how lost robert smith would have been without mary
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're just lovely together so I picked Cut Here. It's a fabulous song. And it should remind us all to take the time to meet with people because they're here today, gone tomorrow. It happens to us all the time. You you know, we we shoulda, coulda, woulda got together, but we didn't. And we're all all guilty of that. So, especially, like, we have a little one in the house. Take that time to play dolls with her. Take that little time to to do whatever, to make those cookies, to hug them, to to read to them. Because all of a sudden you'll turn around and that kid's going to be 15, 16, and won't want anything to do with you. If you don't have a relationship young, you won't have a relationship later. So take the time. It's a great song. So cut here by The Cure. And it was released as a single off of the 2001 Greatest Hits. cut here by the cure. And he he wrote that song for Billy McKenzie, the lead singer of the associates who um, committed suicide, and um, never got the chance. So take the time be there. You know, mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. hard. It's so hard. But it's it's a beautiful song, beautiful song. I, it's definitely my f- absolute favorite cure song of all time. I just love the lyrics of it, um, but there's something magical about Robert Smith's voice for me. I can listen to it all the time. When I saw him, he gave a three-hour show. It was the best show ever. Just, it was a, a terrible venue, but he made it all worthwhile. I mean, we watched the sunset. It was outside, and it was just a really slopy, grassy. It was the uh, Fiddlers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, I've seen <laughs> the here too. Never disappoints. He always puts on a good show. He's still he's still performing and I just love you, Robert Smith.
0: <laughs> I think my favorite cure song is probably Mint Car. Oh, love Mint Car. Honestly. There's so many of them. There's so many, There's many good. So cure many songs. of them and I do love them all. Me too. Um just yeah. They're just a good band. Good Such band. band. So much good music. Yes. 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 So what's your second pick. So my second pick. And I was gonna pick something else. But then... you went back to it? I know. Then at dinner, I mentioned how I didn't want you to blast off, remember? Yes. Yes. Which made me think of the Stray Cats, which actually made me think of this band, the Rockats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who were sort of a neo-rockabilly group. They were part of the Rockabilly Revival in England and in the States, and they were... They actually came to be before the Stray Cats did. Okay. But they weren't as popular or big or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But this song is so good. It is Make That Move by the Rockats, which came out in 1983. Sweet. But I believe their debut album came out in 1981. Okay, cool. make that move by the rockets oh that's such a jamming so oh, it's so good i have it on vinyl and that album is so good she was saying he's like fully tatted too yeah so. the bass player is She's just hardcore like tatted and for Full the ta- sleeves, early 80s the neck <laughs> and for early 80s too yeah that's rare <laughs> a little jarring just because you didn't see that heavily tattooed people in the 80s much right. Um, but yeah, they did a lot of like performances. I believe they were on the Ed Sullivan Show. They did a lot of TV performances, which is why it was so like, oh my, yeah, good for you, sir. But I believe they do still tour. They came out with an album not that long ago. Oh, now they're more known as Levi and the Rockettes. Okay, but so good, such a good band, such a good album. Yay! Yay, Yay for music! Rockabilly oh, the music! okay so so I
1: decided to talk about 13 ghosts of the Tower of London. It's fun. Why not? <laughs> yeah. A little ghost before October. Ghosts, the ghost of summer is like Christmas in July. This yes. is Halloween in June. So. Yes. <laughs> sure. Well, we, I have a tattoo and the girls, we all have matching tattoos, me and my daughters, of uh, 13 ghosts. So I thought, you know, that's appropriate. That fits us. It fits We all got one tattoo. We wanted one tattoo that we could all have that represents all different things. It has a lot of meaning, meaning, different meanings to us. So, I picked 13 Ghosts of the Tower of London. So, here we go. Number one is Anne Boleyn, which everybody knows, Uh, second uh. wife of Henry VIII. Um... He's the first wife executed, most famous, and persistent ghost of all the Tower ghosts. She wanders all the corridors as a headless body. Oh, that's fine. And I don't think I'd like to see that actually. That'd Just be a you know,
0: startling. Yeah, that
1: would be um, Henry the Sixth. He met his end as a result of real life Game of Thrones. Henry the Sixth stood to inherit both the English and French thrones, but the House of York imprisoned him during the War of the Roses. Shortly after Edward IV seized the throne in in 1471, Henry VI was stabbed while praying at Wakefield Tower, which his ghost haunts to this day. And he appears at the last stroke of midnight. That <laughs> <laughs> just give you the chills. This is fun. Yeah. Love a good ghost story. You know, it was fascinating. I found it just fascinating. Mm. So. Uh Lady Jane Grey is the only queen. Uh, she was only queen for nine days before being executed by Mary Tudor, also known as Bloody Mary, mm. along with Lady Jane's husband, Lord Guilford Dudley. Jane, Jane was advanced as an Anglican alternative to the Catholic Mary. Lady Jane's ghost is seen wandering the battlements, a lonely and solitary figure. That's sad. Oh, poor Lady Jane. Nine days. And then the Lord Guilford Dudley, his ghost, haunts Bo- uh, Champ Tower, sitting in his cell, weeping late into the night. I wouldn't want to hear the... You know, the uh, that would just... Mm, I don't like ghostly moans and cries. Lord Dudley is also said to be responsible for the word uh, Jane etched into the wall mm. there. So I guess name is etched into there cool. Thought that was kind of cool and That's eerie super cool uh, margaret pole the countess of salisbury a gruesome botched execution in history when the countess reached the scaffold where she was about to be beheaded she refused to kneel saying uh so should traitors do and i am none When the executioner raised his axe, she ran. Of course, she took off. Well, I'd be taken off, too. And he chased her all around the scaffold. He was hacking on her until she died a gory death. Wow. And her ghost screams can still be heard in the tower green. And a few visitors have seen a ghostly reenactment of the chase. That would be just scarring, wouldn't it? It's kind of cool, though. (laughs) And then there's a white lady. No one is sure who the white lady is, but she haunts the white tower. White lady, white tower. It goes together. Yeah. <laughs> it you like game pieces. Like chess pieces. The white go- lady goes with the white tower. Yeah. Uh, her presence is typically announced by a powerful smell of cheap perfume. Ew, Ooh, gross! It's so strong that it has made several visitors sick. Ew, gross! <laughs> and you know that purview that you taste was oh, It just that if it's nasty purview, yeet, gross! Some visitors report uh, being tapped on the shoulder, which would just
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> only to turn around and see a wisp of white. Oh, that's she leaves cool. her little wispy white <laughs> little wispy essence,
0: there. Stinky <laughs> essence everywhere. <laughs> her
1: wispy stinky essence is. Whew there so uh then there's the princes um edward v and richard duke of york and these uh, boy princes were imprisoned by their uncle richard and murdered on his order which is so sad and their bones were found under the stairs and were given a royal burial well they're they're believed that it's their bones um the two boys wearing night shirts can be seen frequently holding hands and they can be seen in the White Tower.
0: Along with the white lady. Oh, so um, much white. At least they're all coordinated.
1: At least they have her. Maybe
0: yeah. A of, they're like, not alone. Sad.
1: And then there's Sir Walter Raleigh, imprisoned in the tower twice for a secret one secret marriage and one for treason. Um, after his execution, his ghost began wandering around the bloody tower where he was imprisoned and on battlements now known as Raleigh's Walk. So mm. He just keeps keeps on walking. Keeps on walking. Yeah. These so. boots were made for walking. <coughs> and, and that's, that's just, just what, what they'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want him to walk all over you, though. No, thank you. And there's the gray lady. Her identity in real life is uncertain. Uh, she will only reveal herself to female visitors so you guys are safe around the gray lady uh arabella stewart king james first did not give his permission for arabella to marry william seymour nephew of lady jane gray enraged and insulted he saw the marriage as a threat to his throne jane james imprisoned arabella in the tower she died there either by not eating or was murdered. No one really knows. And she haunts the queens the queens to, uh, something the queens something, something. <laughs> whatever that says. What does that say? The queens
0: Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> See sometimes when I'm dictating I'm not the best secretary I'll just say but that's okay. It makes life interesting. It does. You could just kind of fill in the It's she hogs something Queens somethings. Queens. <laughs> 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 yes, it's that one.
0: Next time brought Hammond, uh, hammer yeah. Yes.
1: And then there's Guy Fawkes. Guy I, I, Fox. Guy Fox. Yes. You can hear his screams and cries from the council chamber in the White Tower. There's a lot going on in the White Tower. <laughs> it must be very loud there. <laughs> it must be. Yes. Um, where he was uh, prepared for his execution. So, I would not want to go over there. He screams and cries.
0: There's a lot know. of screaming and crying going it on. Just like, sounds like
1: a miserable loud. place.
0: Very loud. Maybe go
1: there in the day. I wonder if it's safer in the day. Uh, there's the smothering force, which I guess it smothers the smothering force. really didn't say a whole lot. There's just been a number of spectral animals that have been heard over the years, which I guess that's what they call the force. Hmm. There's monkeys and lions and horses, but not only, but only one has been seen. Hmm. And that goes into the 13th ghost, which is a ghostly bear.
0: Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, Oh my. my.
1: Yeah. So a guard said that a ghostly bear charged him. And he attempted to bayonet the animal, which he kept coming at him. And soon the sword went through the animal. And the guard was carried off senseless to his quarters, where he died two days later. Mm. So I don't know. It's a scary bear.
0: Mysterious. I love
1: bears, but not scary ones.
0: Mysterious.
1: So there, the 13
0: ghosts. See, that just makes me think of, well, the movie 13 Ghosts, but then it also makes me think of the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, but then it also makes me think of the Tower of Terror, the Goosebumps Ooh, episode. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: That was so good. It's
0: a lot of good stuff.
1: Well, I'm going to pick my last song. Oh, please do. I picked The Smiths.
0: Ah! You can't I, pick The Cure without picking The Smiths.
1: I love The Smiths. Me too. <laughs> I was looking for a job, but then I found a job. And heaven knows I'm miserable now. I didn't pick that song, but I love that song. I picked Ask. I've always loved Ask. Ask is one of my favorite songs. As a shy, awkward person, it does um, remind us all to go after what you really want. Don't waste Don't waste the time. And I love the line, Then this is so true. If it's not love, then it's the bomb that'll bring us together.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: always go for love. Always yes. strive for love. Everyone. All of us, all of us are brilliant together. So this song is for keys, it's for all you guys out there. Ask by the Smiths, which was off the album, The World Won't Listen. Isn't that the truth? Go. by the Smiths. That came out in 1987.
0: Yay! Stephen Patrick Morrissey. I just have to mention the fact that Morrissey was the president of the Cramps fan club. (laughs) Because he. he said something along the lines of how they were the only good thing happening in music at the time and everything else was just crap. Yeah. Which sounds very Morrissey. But I just love that he was the president of the Cramps fan club. What a great band that this is! Little too. fun that's tidbit. So
1: I'm so lucky that I did get to see him oh. at Red Rocks.
0: A lot of these bands you've seen at Red Rocks, mm, I have. Mm. Didn't you see Ringo at Red Rocks?
1: No, I saw Ringo at the Paramount Theater oh, in Denver. That's that's beautiful. Cool. I loved it there. Got to see Alice Cooper there too. Where was that? Weird Al, yes. Where we yes. saw John Cleese, we saw the lovely John Cleese from Monty Python. Ooh, yes. we, we love you, John Cleese. Yes, I love Morsi, and we're so lucky because he has cancelled on several times. He cancels a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we love you still. still love I, you. I still would love to meet still him. Still a grumpy, he'd, bean, he'd but probably yeah. He still he'd, love him though. Love him. Yes. Gemini's we get along yeah. <laughs> like, you just have a feeling you get along yeah I just won't eat any meat just don't eat any meat around him point. yes yes don't eat I any dairy his, either just to be safe I I value his opinion on that so yes,
0: yes. Meat is Murder is a fantastic album
1: uh, by the way <laughs> and Johnny Marr oh Johnny Marr I love Johnny Marr oh, such an incredible guitarist oh my stars incredible love love guitars. love lovely 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 Mm -hmm. i'm gonna just mention that i finished the miss the dragon that sea drama that Mm -hmm. i was watching starring dylan wang that was really good i really really Mm -hmm. like that and i binge watched one because it see we had episode or issues with our episode um so i sat down to watch or watch listen just like like no one else really watches but I sat down to listen to the circus episode that we had going last week and got two thirds of the way. And then it just wasn't working. And then our other episode came out that was not working at all. So uh, I was just really flustered. (laughs) I had a lot going on. We had maintenance guys over here. so, So I was like, well, I just need to escape into something and everybody was gone, and I had all this ideas I was going to be so productive, and it just didn't happen. So I binge-watched I'll Come to You When the Weather is Nice, starring So Kang Jun and Park Min Young. She is uh, Secretary Kim in mm. What's Wrong with Secretary Kim? She's a uh, fabulous actress. And now I'm watching, I'm back to watching Watcher, which does star So kang Go-jun. Um He's, uh, uh, I can't think of the band right now. Oh, it's, it's a uh, surprise.
0: Oh, ah, yes. With a
1: five. In yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, you look so, at me and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> is it written on her face? No. The answer is not written on her face. Oh, I have a funny story. So I have officially leveled up as a K-pop stand. Oh,
1: that's right. And
0: I got she has. a binder for all of my photo cards. So I could organize all my photo cards that I have by group, etc. And She's it was so organized. It was lovely. It was a lot of fun. It was very fulfilling and very satisfying. It was fantastic. As I was going through my VIX albums, I found a random photo card of some idol that I did not know. I yeah. don't know where it came from. I didn't know who it was. So but we found out. it. I posted to Twitter yeah. to my K-pop friends. I was just like, okay, does anybody know who this guy is? Because I don't know where this card came from. I don't <laughs> know just who like is. It's here. just here, here in my VIX album. It's not VIX. I know that for sure. Yeah. It's not any groups that I And stand. it came in an album? I don't know where it came from. Oh,
1: so it might have been an extra. It, it could have been some- an extra
0: yeah. that I threw in there. It could I, I don't know where it came from so but, but I posted on Twitter and I'm like do you remember who know it, who it was it's it's from infinite Woo from infinite yeah but I don't I know It's like he looks familiar but infinite and I knew it wasn't any of the members from any of the groups that I stand because I I know the members of mm-hmm. my favorite groups yeah and I'm like I have no idea who this guy is so I don't oh, even know where to start looking for look, who he is. First we thought maybe it's just a weird angle of one of
1: of Vix,
0: but it was like none kind of the
1: signature was accurate at all either.
0: It's a transparent LOMO card, which yes. sometimes are kind of hard to see. So at first it almost kind of looked like Ken from a weird angle, but then I was like, no, nah, I, I know, I know Ken. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and that's not his signature. So I was like, I, I don't know, but... I found out who it was, so that was just a fun adventure. Well, you should pick your last song. I shall pick my last song. So, of course, I wanted to pick a Clash song, because my favorite group from England is The Clash, as everybody knows, because it's just common knowledge. Yes. However, since I have picked multiple songs by The Clash in the past, I decided to do something else and pick a joe strummer song and the mescaleros joe strummer and the mescaleros so this is oh it's one of my favorite songs this album is so good if you like the clash definitely listen to joe strummer and the mescaleros it is nothing like the clash but it's fantastic all the same so this is tony adams off of rock art in the x-ray style which came out in 1999 let's go Oni Adams by Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros. I love them. I <laughs> Joe, I, I miss cannot put Joe. into words how much I love Joe Strummer and how much I miss him. He so much us too. He takes oh, care of us. I, I, he pops up everywhere. Yes. When I went to Nitro Fest, which was like a beer event for my work, one of the breweries had a beer called like Joe Strummer, the world needs you or something, and I was like. <laughs> That's the beer I'm going to have. It was a really good beer, too. uh, (laughs) It was my favorite, actually. You had to be good. Oh, yeah. It was, like, one of the first ones I tried. I was like, Joe Strummer? What? (laughs) That's the beer for me. I want that one. I think it was Ska Brewing that did that one. Oh, that's cool. Which makes a lot of sense. There's so many cool beer names. Anyway, I picked another thing I thought. Let's talk about some
1: live music venues of London. Mm -hmm. Because that's where I'd like to hang
0: exactly it's in where the music is lovely imaginary uh, vacation where we're going yes. that is where we would be hanging out we'd be finding some local shows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: so I just went down well just buzz out some uh, the Royal Albert Hall opened by Queen Victoria in 1871 celebrated its 150th anniversary in 2021 wow. Arctic Monkeys had played there mm-hmm. Beyonce and everything so Ooh. Yeah. I'd love to see the Arctic Monkeys.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: They played at Red Rocks, but we couldn't get tickets. They sold out so, they fast. Sold out so fast. However, I believe Man. it got kind of rained out. Oh. I mean, they, they play a lot of times, they'll just play, but I heard it was rainy and cold. So it wasn't yeah. meant to be. But that's another band I would love to see.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's another good British band. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the Moth Club uh, gets uh, big stars like Lady Gaga and Foo Fighters it features cabaret and bingo alongside the music which i thought <laughs> cabaret and bingo it's like perfect and then there's the o2 arena first built as a controversial millennium dome to usher in the new decade decade uh, the o2 arena has become one of the biggest and most important mu- live music s- stadiums and the singer prince uh, took on a 21 night residency in 2007 to help herald the venue's opening that's cool and led zeppelin used the o2 for their reunion gig in 2007 huh. and then there's the union chapel built in the late 1800s was originally a popular church before falling apart and then the local community collaborated to keep it open so it's a working church alongside being a choice spot for live performances. Hmm. And it's had like Elton John and Tori Amos. And then there's the Omera, located near London Bridge in 2016. Uh, space is run by Munford and son uh, Ben Lovett and is known for its great acoustics. Hmm. Um, it's thanks to the bare walls and exposed arch roof. Also has a terra- a terrace. Um, And the Pretenders played there too. And then there's the 100 Club, iconic, um, hosts uh, every possible style of music, which I would definitely love that. Um, It started out as the Feldman Jazz Club in the 40s, B.B. King, and then to the Sex Pistols and to The Clash. Mm -hmm. And Paul McCartney is also a fan of the venue. He played a gig on its stage to help raise awareness to save the development. The development the development or save it from the developmenters. Wow,
0: well, that was just words. Troubling. Right. <laughs> if you know anything about the punk scene in England back in the 70s, you know about the 100 Club. Yeah there's a very famous performance of the addicts playing at the 100 Ooh. Club as well. Cool. Then there's the roundhouse
1: that was the last one. It's an old it was an old train shed before being transformed into state of an art music venue. Over fifty years old, restored and reopened in two thousand six. And it's a punk scene. In the sixties it was like psych rock and illegal raves. Ugh. And then there's the
0: Globe Theater, which <laughs> Everybody knows about
1: that. everybody knows about the Globe Theater. It's been rebuilt, burned down and all that stuff. Yeah. And but uh, The one that stands now is only a block away from the original, but you can live stream the plays. You'd have to buy the ticket, but you can watch the plays on your computer anywhere Mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. So how groovy is that? I thought that was pretty exciting. Oh, I got to finish my jokes. How are false teeth like stars? How? They only come out at night. (laughs) So, so well, I funny. guess they don't only, but they do come out at night.
0: That's funny. <laughs> that one just tickled me. That was yeah. a good
1: one. Oh, I love this one too. What do you call a dog magician?
0: What?
1: A labracadabrador A labracadabrador. Labracadabrador.
0: Labracadabrador.
1: Labracadabrador Yes.
0: Yes. Yes, yes. There you go. Got a little tongue twisters in here.
1: Woo! Ryan Reynolds is doing bedtime stories though now so everything in the world is going right now. yeah it's getting better. If Ryan Reynolds is doing bedtime stories we can we can get through all this. there is hope there for is humanity hope. yes I agree. He's one of my favorite humans. I
0: love Ryan Reynolds so much.
1: <laughs> yes, I good. saved this I haven't showed it to her yet but it's Blake Lively um, giving a shout out. To Ryan Reynolds being married to him and what a wonderful human he is, and she's like, he's the best dad. She goes, we're his home, and he's our home. And she goes, no matter where he is, what he's got, he's got Megabond. He rushes home. Home is his happiness, no matter what. And it's just the most beautiful thing to see them and their four kids.
0: Yay! It's
1: lovely. So, So next week. It's next going week. to be a surprise. Surprise! This kind of prize is a
0: surprise.
1: Ooh. So, I'm Kim. And I'm Michaela, And this is the Gimmick Podcast. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you, keys. We love you. Keep eating. Keep singing. Keep dancing. And laugh, even at life's ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Just, just laugh. It's all going to
0: work out. And we will talk to you next week. Goodbye!
1: Bye!